It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Umbrella, Ella, Ella. Hello again, everybody. Ah, it's good to be back. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage, John Spears in studio. A little Rihanna for you there. Sorry to miss you yesterday. It's Tuesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody, especially my wife, my two daughters, my grandson. I love you all. I hope that, uh, fellas, you got out and did something nice or got something nice for your sweetheart. Missed the show yesterday. I was in the emergency room. I'll get to that. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thorns text line, 502-414-1450. You can get that free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or bacon, egg, and cheese croissant or steak and egg burrito along with any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda. What do you have to do? Well, become a new Refreshing Rewards member. Download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards, and earn your free breakfast on Thornton's. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Super Bowl was great. Kansas City 38, Philadelphia 35. I went to a Super Bowl party in my old parish. Didn't have a great seat. Couldn't see the three big TVs very well. The audio was not uh, wasn't able to listen to it because of the crowd. Uh, so I'm going to have to go back and watch the Super Bowl again, which I did DVR. I do it every year. But they did have the music on for halftime for uh, Rihanna, and it was glorious. Scooter, you respectfully, I hope, I hope respectfully disagree. Yeah, no, I, I just did not care for it at all. I thought the dancing and choreography around her and the stages lifting high up, I thought all that was really cool. Heck of a show. But I just... And this is grumpy old man in me, but yes, I just man. I lose. That's usually me. I I lose a lot of respect for artists that go out and just lip sync eighty yeah. percent of their show. Yeah, it, it takes a lot away from. And me. I will say this: most Super Bowls, not all of them, they lip sync. Yeah, because they don't trust it. Yeah, they don't trust that they're going to get the stage built, get the and the audio is going to work a hundred percent correctly. So they tape it during the week and then lip sync to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, they got to do what they got to do. Um, certain people sing. Um, I think uh, the Stones sang. Prince sang. Mm-hmm. Prince didn't lip sync. By the way, I give Rihanna an A. I give a lot of Super Bowl halftime shows an A. Nobody can get an A plus except for Prince 2007 in Miami. That's it. He's the standard. It'll never be touched. It is Joe DiMaggio's 56 game hitting streak. It'll never be broken. So there's grumpy old man. I'm going back 16 years, and nobody's ever going to be better than the purple man. Yeah, I had to, I missed the show yesterday, so I go to the Super Bowl party, have a great time. I've been having this discomfort in my upper torso for the last three weeks or so. No big deal. I got a four-year-old grandson. He jumps on me all the time. I figured I had a pulled muscle. But Sunday night, I woke up at 2 in the morning and could not go back to sleep. Just in some, I wouldn't call it pain as much as I would call it discomfort. So, uh, of course, when the wife wakes up, I say, I'm not doing a show today. 
Oh, why not? Well, I'm just not feeling well. Oh, did you eat something bad last night at the party? No, no, that's not. Well, is it this? No. Is it your chest? Well, yeah, a little bit. Okay, that's it. Let's go. We're going to the emergency room. <laughs> so I'm wearing a patch right now on my chest. It's a uh, prescription lidocaine. I don't know. It's supposed to help with pain. Look, the a little bit of pain is still there. So I don't know. They got the CT scan, chest X-ray, two EKGs. Took my blood work twice. I got three different prescriptions, including muscle relaxers. Thank you. Dang. Drink some bourbon with those. <laughs> don't do that. But uh, you know. I guess I'm okay. They didn't find anything wrong with my heart. That's the good news. So, long story short, you would have rather been doing a show yesterday. Yes. Long story short, yes. I would have <laughs> rather been doing a show and hitting another parlay. But <laughs> instead, I spent six hours. And, and look, Norton Audubon, the people, uh, Melissa and Jill and Grace, could not have been better. Could not have been better. I know they're not listening, so I can call them out. <laughs> Uh, all right, but here we are. We're back. No more football for six months. Maybe that's why I had chest pains. No Maybe, more, no yeah. more football for six months. Um, six pack five and one this week. By the way, nice. Oh, you Oregon Ducks! I hate you. That's the best week you've had in a long time. It is. Though. It is. And look, let's be fair. Shouldn't have got that fifth win because there's no way Virginia should have covered against Duke. <laughs> Duke. If Duke's gonna, if anybody's gonna get hosed and has has earned uh, getting hosed. Duke Blue Devils. So I had no problem with it. But Virginia minus six wins by seven in overtime after a, a call at the buzzer is overturned as the ACC later admitted mistakenly that would have sent Duke to the free throw line. All they had to do was make one out of two to win the game. Uh, but Virginia did cover. St. John's was my other college game. They uh, went out right at home against Providence. Didn't need the points in that one. Uh, and what was my third, what was my fourth game, Scoot, you remember? Uh, you had Illinois. Oh, Illinois. Boy, they, they were terrible early. Uh, came back and uh, beat Rutgers as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And then I had the Chiefs in the over in the Super Bowl. So five and one week. We're going to have to do it all with basketball now, though. No oh, more I'm ready. You've been locked in with basketball. The system, all right, the system was officially – are we adding Tony's games in here? That's a different system. All right. So gotta, Tony's gotta system was two and one. Okay. My system was four and five. So overall six and six. Then last night, my system hit one with Texas Tech. Tony's system was a loser last night uh, because Carolina was favored over Miami but mm. lost. Yeah. Uh, the winners included Butler on Friday night. They went out right against Xavier. Rush the court. Stanford. Getting a boatload of points beats Arizona outright. Who saw that coming? Man. Stanford's eleven and nineteen. Just Good. outsmarted them. I'm sorry, eleven and fourteen. They outsmarted them. That's <laughs> uh, oh man, you're so judgmental. <laughs> um, Texas Tech. Not only last night, but Saturday they beat Kansas State outright at home. St. John's, I mentioned, the win over Providence. And uh, Northwestern on Sunday knocks off the Purdue Boilermakers. First win over a number one team in school history. Another court storming. So the system was now I had some bad losses in the system. Auburn loses to Alabama by eight. They were getting a minimal amount of points there. 
Uh, I mentioned Oregon. Ducks. Oklahoma gets run out of the gym by Kansas. Georgetown had a shot to cover, but Marquette beats them by 14. Uh, Boston College got destroyed by NC State. So I had some bad losses there. But system, I'm still riding with it, riding with it. And it helped me immensely uh, in the uh, six-pack. So there you go. There's a... Pretty crazy system bets tonight. I'm sure we'll touch yeah, on. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But yeah, uh, it, it's it's weird tonight. We might have a new system. Well, pickles. I don't know what to do with pickles. Even wait a minute. Who's favorite? No, nobody's favorite. I, I don't know what to do with that. But we'll uh, we'll get to that as well. NBA talk coming up as well. Um, the Colts. Your Indianapolis Colts have found their coach. We'll get to that as well. Uh, back to the Super Bowl. What a game! Yeah. That's the best one we've had in a while. Oh yeah. Neither nobody's ever. We've never had a Super Bowl where both teams scored at least thirty-five points. We've got that now. Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes, MVP in the regular season, MVP of the Super Bowl. Regular season MVP rarely wins the Super Bowl. Hasn't happened since '99. But it happened here. Uh, Twenty-one of twenty-seven, one hundred eighty-two yards, three touchdowns. The Chiefs scored on every drive in the second half. Now, part of that is Mahomes. Part of that's Andy Reid. Part of it's Eric Bieniemy, the offense coordinator. A couple of the touchdowns there, look, they just said, they're in man-to-man. We're going to put a foot in the ground and go outside. And nobody went with these receivers. Scott Clark, was there was nobody on that side of the field with him when he caught the pass. Uh, same with the other one on the right side. I forget who caught it, but same thing. There was nobody near him. Kelsey? No, it wasn't Kelsey. He's one of the receivers. Uh, Philadelphia, I said this early in the week last week. If you go back and go through their schedule, they beat. They had a great year. And they they won. They crushed Minnesota. They, they had big wins. But A, they weren't challenged in the playoffs. Because the quarterbacks they played in the playoffs were Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy who got hurt. So they weren't challenged in the playoffs. You go back through their entire season, they beat one elite quarterback. One. So as great as the defense it is and is perceived to be at Philadelphia, and I think it's a really solid defense, they hadn't faced anything like Patrick Mahomes. They just hadn't. And that offense and that play calling by Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, whoever's calling the play. Speaking of the defense, did what did you make of the holding call? When the I will say this, and I know our friend is very upset. <laughs> Your uh, producing friend is very upset. When the offender in the post game, James Bradbury, the defensive back, says, "Yeah, it was a hold." To me, that's the end of the discussion. Mm-hmm. The referee's getting a lot of grief from a lot of different sides here, mainly Philadelphia fans. We're calling a defensive holding at that point of the game. Would have been fourth down. Chiefs would have had to kick a field goal that would have been a little bit longer. You assume Harrison Butker would have made it, but then the Eagles would have had a minute, almost two minutes left to counter and at least get a field goal to get it to overtime. I understand all that. If it's a penalty, then it's a penalty. That's that's the thing about it. I'm so sick and tired of hearing, oh, you don't make that call at that point in the game. Why? Kadarius, if it's a penalty, it's a penalty. Texture says Kadarius Tony was the other touchdown. Oh, there, yeah, that's, that's correct. Right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and, and <laughs> I give James Bradbury a bunch of credit here because he could have gotten in that post game and said, look, I've been doing that the whole game. They never called it. Why would they call it? He didn't say that. He said, I held him. I hope they weren't going to, I hope they were going to overlook it. That's what he said. I grabbed his Jersey. That's a hold. I was hoping they would overlook it or not see it. That is standing up to the media and saying, Hey, my bad. I made the play. I, I, I held him. I give him a lot of credit for that. Nick Sirianni, who I'm not a fan of. I think he's a, I can't use the word on the air. Doesn't seem like a good dude, right? A little cocky for my taste. I'm a grumpy old man here. He got up in the post game and said, look, there's a million plays in the game. And one play is not the difference in the game. I give him credit for that. It was holding. It was called. It did basically end the game because Kansas City was able to run the clock down and kick a chip shot field goal. That is five conference championship appearances in five years for Patrick Mahomes. Third Super Bowl, second win in the Super Bowl. First ballot Hall of Famer after five years. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. And how many does he win? I know we're talking Tom Brady. Look, let's just calm down here. Let's go after Troy Aikman. Let's go after Terry Bradshaw. Let's go after Joe Montana. Let's don't talk Tom Brady just yet, okay? The AFC is loaded with great quarterbacks, loaded. And as good as Patrick Mahomes is, Dan Marino was great. Dan Marino was great. He got to one Super Bowl and lost it. Patrick Mahomes, if they can keep the band together, obviously they're the favorites to win the uh, Super Bowl again next year. They should be able to keep the band together. They don't have a whole lot of guys that uh, are going to be free agents. Do they have to keep the band together, though? I mean, look, they lost Tyreek Hill last season and they're gonna, still they, found a way to win the Super Bowl. That's they got incredible. Kadarius Toney for next year. Yeah. And he contributed. Everything they got this year from him was icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. He's cheap. Patrick Mahomes is cheap, believe it or not. In this day and age of I got to have guaranteed money as a quarterback and I got to have more than the last guy that got guaranteed money, Patrick Mahomes is going to end up being a bargain. So they should be able – to keep talent around him. And if he's smart and does what Tom Brady did, which was take a little less money to keep better players on the roster, then they can be great for years to come. The problem you're going to run into in the AFC is Joe Burrow's there. Josh Allen is there. For what it's worth, Tua is there. Kenny Pickett. Lamar Jackson right now is there. Did you really say Kenny Pickett? (laughs) Oh my God! You did. Just wait, didn't you? John. Just Tre- wait. Trevor Lawrence is there. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. There are a and it, look. If I'm Derek Carr and I've got an option, I can go to the Jets or the Saints. We'll talk about Derek Carr a little bit more here because he made a great move over the weekend. Uh, I'd go to the Saints. Why? Well, Tom Brady's gone. You're in a winnable division there, and you don't have to deal in the playoffs with Joe Burrow. Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, until you get to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts was fantastic, by the way. Now, I was not convinced that Jalen Hurts was the guy, not even after what a great year he had. He was runner-up for MVP. 
I'm now convinced after that performance, 27 of 38, 304, a touchdown. He ran for 70 yards and three touchdowns, and he is going to make a lot of money. He was not a sec- He was not a first-round draft pick. So this is different now. First-round pick, four-year rookie contract, option for a fifth year. After that fourth year, if you've done your, done your job well, then you get the big money. That's what Lamar was trying to do. Get that big money. Now, who knows where he ends up. Jalen Hurts, second-round pick. He's not on that rookie. He's going to be a, he's a free agent right now. They got to sign him yeah. because he proved it. On the biggest stage in front of God and everybody, he proved it. I thought he had a case for MVP in the losing effort. Well, you can't do that. They don't do right. that anymore. I know they wouldn't do they that. They don't do it anymore. If the Eagles win, he that's he's the easiest MVP choice in Super Bowl history. If, yeah, absolutely, and if and if Kadarius Tony had caught that second touchdown instead of Sky Moore, he would have had a case for MVP yeah. because he had the big punt return too. Yeah, if you remember. But uh, Hertz was great. Uh, the late holding penalty was a good call. Keep this. Here's here's something nobody's talked about. Philadelphia in the first half had a fourth and one. They were lined up to go for it, and they had a false start. They were going to do the push Jalen in the from behind, get the first down, which never fails, hasn't failed for the Eagles all year, and they had a false start. Went back five yards, fourth and six. Now they're going to go for it. He fumbles, fumble pickup return for a touchdown. That one false start probably changed the game by 10 points. And instead of being up maybe 13 or 17 at the half, they were only up 10. Or maybe 17 or 20 at the half. They're only up 10. That's the thing. Eagles fans griping about that last penalty call when Jalen Hurts gets the ball knocked away by Casper. Like, that's what you should be concentrating yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, when I watched the replay, I said, nobody hit him. No. He just dropped it. Um, and Kansas City scoring on every possession in the second half was great. The field condition, Wolf. I, I don't understand it. You're the NFL. You paid $800,000 for this field. I hope they got a receipt. <laughs> and we saw it in the national championship game. Same venue. Slippery field. Did the NFL not say, hey, we can't have that? What are we going to do to prevent that from happening in our game? I guess not. And back to the halftime show, I don't know what Scooter's talking about. Rihanna was fabulous. Fabulous. Their performance was good. It was incredible. And I am not an urban pop fan. I'm a country fan. I would rather see Kenny Chesney and Lady Annabellum up there, or Lady A. You can't call them Annabellum anymore. Lady A or Dolly Parton. Give me some country up Ooh, there. Ooh, Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh, oh, good, man. I'm no old school. Thanks. I love country, school. but don't give me Dolly. A little Jason By the way, Aldean. Give how me many, some Jason Aldean up there. How many of those Rihanna songs did you know? Two. Only two? Only two. Really? I'm saying I'm not a. I don't listen to. She's not on my Pandora. I don't have the Rihanna station, you know, loaded up there. But you know what? I might do it now because I thought it was great. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, who's the favorite to win it next year? I meant to look when I was over at the uh, betting parlor today, but I forgot. But we'll uh, look it up online during the break. We'll. Recap Georgia's win over Kentucky, Indiana's win over Michigan, and another loss by the Cards when they had a chance to win. All that and more. Listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Everywhere. 
Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio on this Tuesday. Tony Burke will join me in studio tomorrow for the John and Tony Dog and Pony Show. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text into that show, 414-1450. Uh, odds to win the Super Bowl next year. This is from Caesar Sportsbook. Kansas City, 5.5 to 1, plus 550. The San Francisco 49ers, a little surprising to Scooter and myself, 6-1, to one, and they, I guess, Brock Purdy the quarterback? Or is there something we don't Jimmy, know? Is there something we don't know? Did, is Lamar in San Francisco today? What's did they get on? in touch with Aaron Rodgers on his darkness retreat? That's a great question. 6-1, to one, Buffalo 6.5-1, to one, Philadelphia 8-1, to one. Uh, Cincinnati 9-1, to one. the Cowboys, because they're the Cowboys, are very overrated, sixteen to one. Then you got the Chargers, twenty-two to one. Jacksonville, twenty-eight to one. Detroit, who I like a lot, is thirty to one. Youngest team in the NFL this year. Your Detroit Lions my almost de- snuck in this year. My Detroit Lions. Well, I'm just. There's got to be of the fourteen people listening. One of them has to be a <laughs> Lions fan, right? Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in David. How are you on this Tuesday, David? Well, just thanks for taking my call, John, as always. Sure. Uh, about the Super Bowl and, I guess, teams for, you know, I guess the upcoming years. It was interesting that, like I said, with, with uh, Kansas City, Philadelphia, the two number one seeds, and definitely it was great to, you know, great to see that this year. Finally, you can see number one seeds making it. It, was a, agree with it was a boring Super Bowl week because there was no controversy. The, the biggest right. story – was the Kelsey brothers were going to play against each other. That was the biggest story. It was kind of boring. So to get the two one seeds in there and to see a great game like we saw on Sunday, that was fantastic. It was. That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and at least, you know, the, 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 the thing that, uh, you know, was good, too, and I'll tell you about announcers is that, you know, like I said, Greg Olson and Kevin, you know, Burkhart. They were great. You know, th- that was good for that. But th- the only interesting thing was – there's that I found a I guess just a radio you know announcer on another station you know that that did not like that for some reason and I don't know why you know that uh, that they that, that the radio announcer didn't want that or didn't you know didn't you know didn't what, want that I don't know I did, still what, couldn't understand minute, David, that David what didn't he want Well he didn't he thought that Greg, Greg Olson and um, and uh, Kevin Burkhart were number two for number two NFL game. Oh no no no! They've been number one. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't see that at all either. Oh, they were great. And Greg Olson. Oh, I thought so too. Greg Olson shied at the end of that game on the uh, yeah. on the holding penalty because he challenged Mike Pereira, who's in the booth with them, the former NFL official who's in there to talk about the. He he challenged him and he said, "Mike, yeah. you know, look, they, he grabbed him. They got to call that. Uh, they don't have to call it, but it's the right call." And I yeah. love I love Greg Olson coming back at the the referee in the booth with him there and uh, look yeah. he's making ten million dollars a year this year and next year yeah mm-hmm. and when he drops to number two behind Tom Brady he's going to be making three million oh wow and I think Gosh, I yeah. think Greg Olson made some money last night because I, yeah, I'm sure he did night, yeah excuse me because I thought he was fantastic all, all throughout the game with his analysis I think he's been great all year long. 
He's a rising yeah. star. But you got to be careful because Tony Romo was that, and now he's taking a lot of heat for, you know, he's just not as good as he once was. I guess we just get tired. Well, even with Tony voice. Romo, I mean, there was even a game on even before, I think it was maybe around, you know, maybe like, like around Christmas, Thanksgiving, or, or whatever it was, or it could have been just sometime just during the season, or just Tony Romo. I was frustrated and just, you know, just went to something else. Yeah. But I know even during that, that playoff game, I got through the Cincinnati, you know, game with Tony Romo. But when Tony Romo said, well, I don't know if you go for he should go for it. Well, what are you and asking Jim Nance? <laughs> Tony Romo, you're a football player. Jim Nance, you know, yeah. he does golf. And, I, I, don't and, know, I, mean, that, I don't know if Tony's on the golf course too much, maybe doing a little less <laughs> research, kind of mailed it in this year. Now, maybe he'll rebound next year because he is getting a lot of grief. But uh, yeah, he, he – Took a step backwards this year in, in the booth, Frank. I thought he did too. Yeah. Thank you, David. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Appreciate you sure. Call. Um, the other NFL story is Derek Carr here today. Derek Carr did a smart thing. Had he, if he's on the Raiders roster tomorrow, Wednesday, he is guaranteed forty and a half million dollars. So the Raiders trying to trade him. However, he's got a no trade clause. He's going to turn down any trade. And that's what he told the Raiders, I think, just before the Super Bowl or just after the Super Bowl. You guys can bring me any trade you want. I'm not, I'm refusing it because Derek Carr knows they're going to release him today. They're going to release him by four o'clock today. If they don't, they owe him $40.5 million in guaranteed money, and he's not going to be the quarterback next year. He knows that. So instead of getting traded to New Orleans or the Jets or whoever wanted to give up some assets and some draft capital to get him, he said, nope, you either release me, in which point you don't owe me $40 million, or you're going to pay me $40 million, one or the other. So the Jet, the uh, Raiders are going to release him today. And first in line will be the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Second in line, or maybe right beside the Jets, are going to be the New Orleans Saints. And Derek Carr can now go to the highest bidder. He can say, look, who wants me? And if I'm Derek Carr, I'm going to New Orleans because I'm going to the NFC where the quarterbacks are Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott and – Maybe Aaron Rodgers, but probably not. Brock Purdy, Geno Smith, right? Desmond Ritter. These are the NFC quarterbacks now. Much easier road. You don't have Burrow. You don't have Mahomes. You don't have, you know, hey, who you got to beat this week? Justin Fields. Okay, I'll sign up. Jared Goff. Now, it's also about money. Let's don't kid ourselves. So if the Jets make a big offer, Jets think they're close. And maybe they are. They're, they they had the offensive rookie of the year in Garrett Wilson. They had the defensive rookie of the year in Sauce Gardner. Wow. They got a lot of talent on that roster. They need a quarterback. Zach Wilson, I think they've just decided he's just not the guy. Mike White, who filled in admirably, Western Kentucky guy, probably not the guy. So I think the Jets are going to go full throttle here to try to get Derek Carr. And Derek Carr is not Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. Okay? He's not. But he's an upgrade from what the Jets have right now, a major upgrade. 
he will win you some games. If the rest of the team is as good as the Jets think they are, plugging Derek Carr in there will win them a lot more games than they won this year. Kind of a crappy situation for Devontae Adams, really. It is. What's going to happen to him? Well, I guess his friend Aaron Rodgers is going to have to come oh. over and bail him out after the Maybe dark so. out, after the blackout. Maybe so. Right? Black hole. He's in a black hole right now. The Raiders have the black hole. Just throwing it out there. Oh. And now the Lions, by the way, I mentioned the Lions 30 to 1, youngest team in, in football this year. They're going to be in a division with Justin Fields, Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers, it looks like. And who's the Kirk uh, Cousins. And Kirk, Kirk, I can never get it done in the big game Cousins. <laughs> Boy, Lions 30-1. to 1. Longest shot on the board, Houston Texans 125-1. to 1. Uh, Do they have the number one? I think they have the number one pick in the draft. Surely, they have to. The Bears are 100-1 to 1 along with the Arizona Cardinals. By the way, who's going to take that job? You got Kyler Murray on a guaranteed contract who's not going to be ready for the first game because of the ACL. J.J. Watt is retired. Uh, it's a power struggle between the new GM, the old coach, the old the young quarterback who has way too much say on uh, who the coach is going to be, what the offense is going to be like. That's a mess in Arizona. That was a toxic, toxic uh, locker room. And they covered it up well on hard knocks in season. But that was a toxic locker room, and I'm not sure it gets any better. I don't know. Obviously, there are only 32 of these jobs, so somebody's going to want it. But uh, that's a tough one there. Shane, I'm going to get the name wrong. Help me out, Scooter. The new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts is. Yeah, you're not going to help me out, are you? I don't know. I don't know. Shane Steiker? Steiken. Steiken. Offense coordinator of the Eagles. Uh, Jeff Saturday. Doesn't get the job. Now, he won one game, and everybody's, oh, oh, Jim Irsay's in love with Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday's his guy. Maybe he could, there's no way they were going to hire him back. No way they were going to hire him back. By the way, how about Aaron Rodgers to the Colts? Mm, No shot. Got a good offensive line. Playing a dome. That's a check mark. Playing indoors. That's a check mark. Right? Got. Good defense, check mark. I think he ends up in in uh, Las Vegas. That I makes, almost said Oakland. Though. That makes the Las most Vegas. sense. When you connect the dots with him and Devontae. It absolutely makes the most sense. And I'm sure Devontae Adams is in the general manager's office and the owner's office saying, hey, look, I came here because Derek Carr and I played at Fresno State together, and we're getting, now you're getting rid of Derek Carr? Come on. Help me out. Help a, help a brother out. Right. Bring in A.A. A- Ron Rogers. Uh, Texter says, I've got $50 to put on the NCAA champion, and I don't want to put it on Houston. It was a close week. I was close a week ago to putting 25 on Purdue and 25 on Arizona, and they both lost their next games. It's probably a terrible idea to put a futures bet right now on a champion because it seems like anyone could win it this year. But maybe I need to go the John Spears route and take the Hoosiers. There you go. I'm going to bet Baylor, too, by the way. I would take, me personally, I would take Alabama. I think they're the best team in the country. Well, they're number one now right. in the AP poll. But I'm looking for value. Okay. What's the, I mean, I don't know. I got to go look. Yeah. I don't know. I'll look. I'll remember tomorrow to look and uh, and see. Alabama 
Odds are going to be t- Houston, Alabama, Purdue. You're not going to get great odds. By the way, tomorrow's a big day. You're just not. Day after Valentine's. Oh, yeah. Candy's a lot cheaper at uh, Walgreens. I was thinking more so something we've been waiting for for a while. Oh, yes. Um, what's it called? Full Swing. Full Swing on Netflix. PGA back Backstage, behind the curtain of the PGA Tour I'm all pumped. of last year. I'm which pumped. included... Golfers leaving to go to the live tour. They're they're going to do the thing though, where they only release five or six episodes, right? I don't and know. And then that. release the rest later. Uh, that's Netflix, what the tennis show did on Netflix. Yeah, the one I was telling you about to okay. watch. That's Netflix what they did. Usually releases full seasons, but may, you know, maybe you're right here. I hope not. Oh, I can't wait. Same. That is tomorrow. Full swing on Netflix, and they're not even paying me for this endorsement. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be great. Uh, yes, I did bet Indiana at 50 to 1. I don't know what the number is. I'll check uh, tomorrow morning and find these these new numbers. I'll bring I can check during in. the break. Well, I'll bring the sheet in. It's more fun that way. All right. Fair I got enough. too much to talk about here because Kentucky lost again. Are they even on the bubble? I guess they're technically clinging to the bubble. Louisville loses. They're 3 and 22 now, and Indiana with a big win at Michigan. We'll talk about all that and check in on tonight's college slate. After the break, you're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Air. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Tuesday. Eminem Cartage Hotline open. Final chance to get in on the the uh, get in on the phone line. 502-384-1450. Thorns text line. Last chance to get your text to the show as well. 502-414-1450. Scooter and I were talking in the break. Trace Jackson Davis Jr. He can come back next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hood Shafino freshman. He can come back next year. Now I think they're both gone. Same. I do. I think they're going pro. They I think they should go pro. But Jalen Hurts just came in second in the MVP voting in the NFL. He almost beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. He made less money this year than Alabama quarterback Bryce Young and USC quarterback Caleb Williams made in with NIL. So the money's there. The incentive now is there, if you want it to be, to stay in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Oscar, for example, coming off of Oscar's not a first round draft choice. He's That's still true. he's not a he may not even be a draft choice. I don't know that Trace is a first round draft pick. I think he is. I think he's because, definitely not lottery. Because I but I think if you have playoff teams that have really good rosters, this is the guy you bring in. And he's a bench player the first couple of years and he learns and learns and learns. It gets better and better and better. The only positive not the only positive, but the Positive to going pro is you start your start your contract. You start the clock on your second contract, on your third contract. That's the positive. That's the negative about staying is you don't get the clock started. And you're a year later in getting the big, big money at the NBA level. But there are going to be players with NIL now that you think are going to go pro that are not going to go pro. And, uh, and this is college football. And this is college basketball. That is what it is. That's how it's going to be. Um, 
Louisville celebrating the 2013 team on Saturday. I'll talk more about this uh, later in the week. They haven't. They play Clemson seven o'clock at the Yum Center on Saturday. They're celebrating the 10 year anniversary of the team that beat Michigan in the NCAA championship game. Even though the NCAA will now tell you that that title has been vacated. It's interesting. To say the least. I don't know what they do. Do they put up a banner that doesn't say NCAA on it, just says champions? Do they not even bother with a banner? You know, a little fan wants the banner back up. Look, they're trying to find something to be happy about. They're 3-22. and 22. I get it. That's going to be interesting. Uh, a texter actually just texted me. 2013 final coaches poll number one. That's what the banner should say. Pathetic. What are your thoughts on the banner going up in the yum? Not sure I have words for this. Seems dumb. Oh, so this is a done deal? It sounds like it's a done deal. Yeah. 2013 final coaches poll number one. I wouldn't put that. I would just put 2013, uh, and I would put the score. To just put 2013, Louisville, whatever, Michigan, whatever. That's all I'd put. Everybody knows what that is. Everybody knows that was the final game. You don't have to put coaches poll. Nobody cares who is number one in the coaches poll. Can they not put a people? Uh, can they not put what? A people? A- why, like, why are they putting coaches poll, not a people? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they weren't number one in the AP poll. Surely they were I if they no won idea. the championship. Oh, the final AP poll. Yeah. Yes. Um, why would I, they not put final AP poll? I don't know. The coaches know. poll makes it seem ridiculous. Who knows? I mean, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be a weird, weird night at the Yum Center, yeah. I think. But, but look, you got to do what you can do to get people in the seats here. I was at the last game. There was it was a decent crowd, but six to seven thousand. I was at the women's game Sunday. They're drawing more than the men right now. In all fairness, hasn't every men's game at the Yum Center been weird this season? They've been bad games, but I mean, no, like just just weird atmospheres. Just no crowd lack there. Of, lack yeah. of fans. Uh, lack of media personnel. Yeah, it has been bizarre. All right, Georgia 75, Kentucky 68. I got to be honest, I didn't see this one coming. No. Uh, you should be fighting for your lives, and they don't. And I don't know if these players don't get along. I don't know if there's just bad uh, chemistry in the locker room. I think coaching is an issue big time here. And I don't necessarily think it's Cal. I think it's the other guys on the bench because I've talked about this before. Kenny Payne's not there. So the individual instruction with big men is now probably Orlando Antigua's job. John Robick is a guy that nobody talks about that is missed. He was the game planner. He was the X's and O's coach. Cal can yell and scream and motivate and and you know, build a guy up, knock him down, build him back up, head games, all of that, all he wants. You got to have a guy that can actually coach the game of basketball. John Robick was that guy, and he's not there. Texture did just tell me the AP is the last poll before the tournament. Oh, there that? you go. There you go. Makes sense. Thank you, Texture. Oscar had 20 and 14. Antonio Reeves had 20. Uh, Reeves were mostly in the first half. Coaching just stinks right now. Now, don't get me wrong. The play stinks too. 
The players have to be held accountable. Now you go to Mississippi State tomorrow night. The Bulldogs are 17-8. and eight. They've won five in a row. They've got the longest winning streak in the SEC right now. This is not a recipe for success for Kentucky. No. 8.30 tomorrow night, another late game on the SEC Network. Indiana 62, Michigan 61. I was at a party, so I didn't get to see this game except for highlights and what I saw while I was trying to talk to people at the bar at this party. So, um, look, I thought Michigan would win this game. Once again, if you listened to the show last week, I was right. Scooter was wrong. I know I say it every day. (laughs) I said Michigan would be favored, and they were. Uh, That's a great win, and I'll tell you why that's a great win. Because when you beat Purdue number one in your arch rival at home, then you beat Rutgers, who is a revenge game for the last three or four years at home, and then you go on the road in conference, that's a great win. That's not a good win. That's a great. It's an ugly win, sixty-two to sixty-one. Not aesthetically pleasing, but Trace Jackson Davis twenty-eight and eleven. I mean, I'm not even surprised anymore. Jalen Hood Shafino twenty-one points, four rebounds, five assists. I said TJD needs help from two people. He got help from one person on Saturday. But when you hold the other team to sixty-one, you played great defense. And you did enough to win. Now you go to Northwestern. This is falling at the perfect time for Indiana, by the way. You can have a Batman and Robin, by the way, if you got a bunch of jokers. That's what Trace and, wow, and Jalen are. Clip that. Mark, mark that. <laughs> that is going to be a lead into the show at some point. You can have a Batman <laughs> and Robin if they have a lot of jokers. That's awesome. Uh, at Northwestern tomorrow night, your favorite scooter, 9 o'clock. Oh, don't tell me that. Big Ten Network. You're joking. No, I'm not. Gosh dang it. The uh, Wildcats are 18-7, but they just beat a number one team for the first time in school history. This is the perfect time to play Northwestern. Same records, this is by the going, way. This is going to be a system game tomorrow, yeah. I think. You don't think it will? I don't think it will be, no. I think Indiana will be a slight favorite here, and it's going to be a system game. But if you're Indiana, this is when you want to play Northwestern. Mm-hmm. If you got to play them on the road, this is the time because they beat Purdue. And because, as I say on this show all the time, how many people yesterday, today, and tomorrow when these kids are going to class are telling them how great they are? Oh, that was so much fun Saturday. Oh, I was there. Oh, I was in Section 112. And it was fantastic. I stormed the court. I patted you on the shoulder. You guys are great. They're hearing it for four days now, three days, I'm sorry, leading up to this Indiana game. Indiana's the bet tomorrow. Get it now. Can't get it now. Miami, oh, you can. You just got to find a source. (laughs) Miami 93, Louisville 85. The Canes were up 10-0. And I'm in this uh, uh, adult drinking establishment, and I'm watching, and I go, I don't need to watch the rest of this game. Well, I was wrong. Louisville showed some heart the other night. They actually did. LLS yeah. had 33. Jalen Withers, 18. Had a chance with five minutes to go to win the game. Kudos to Miami, by the way. They go to Carolina last night and crushed the heels. Beat the heels by 10. Uh, now you got Virginia coming in if you're the cards. Yikes. But I will say this, Scooter. 
as perfect a time as this is for Indiana to play Northwestern, this is a perfect time for Louisville to play Virginia. That's true. Virginia, who'd you beat, Virginia? Well, we beat Duke in overtime. Did you celebrate? Yes, we did. Are you still celebrating? Well, maybe we are. Why? Because we play Louisville next. That's easy. Perfect time to play them. It's, this one's definitely going to be a system game. You don't think Louisville's going to be favored, do you? No. no I'm just shot. checking. I'm just checking because uh, I was going to have you checked for a concussion. <laughs> um, 7 o'clock tomorrow, ESPNU. Virginia's 19-4. and four. Top, uh, top 10 team here. It's a really – it's Tony Bennett. They're going to play defense. They're going to pack line defend you. They're going to run shot clock. They're going to, it's going to be not a fun game to watch. Cards can score. Here's the problem the Cards have, and they had it again Saturday. They don't play any defense. They just don't play defense. The other team gets open looks, open threes, easy layups, a lot of dunks. That's just how this Louisville team is built. They have to outscore you, and they tried to outscore Miami. They scored 85. You score 85, you should win. You should win. Hats off to L for putting up 33 after, what, six points in his game last week? Yes. Give LL his credit. All right. System 1-0 last uh, last night. Texas Tech with the upset over Texas, 74-67. I think they were only four-point underdogs. Yeah, I I think I saw three and a half. When you look at some of these spreads, you just go, how can that be? Tonight we got that again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give the spread I had earlier. I know they've changed a little bit. Kansas at Oklahoma State tonight. Kansas minus two. Oklahoma State 16 and nine. They're not ranked. They're bottom three of the Big 12. I think it's no argument there. But system says take the Cowboys. That's right. Nine o'clock on the ESPNU, Kansas State at Oklahoma. 12th ranked Wildcats against the Sooners. Sooners are 12 and 13. I got Kansas State minus one. I think you got us as a pick em now. I do have them as a pick em, yeah. Now, Oklahoma destroyed Alabama. That's the game everybody looks at and says, why is Oklahoma 12 and 13? They beat Alabama by 30 plus. Kansas State, that's a good team, but you're on the road in the Big 12. This is a scooter system now, right? Yeah, we got a new system. Scooter, scooter system, system is a pick em, take the home team. If it's team. a pick em game and the home team is not ranked, take that home team. Correct. Yeah. Um, Creighton at Providence, FS1 here. Now, these two teams are both ranked, so not a system bet. Creighton is minus two. Big East is loaded, too, man. Yeah. And finally, NC State at Syracuse, 23rd ranked NC State. I got that as a pick em. Scooter system says. Scooter says Syracuse. Syracuse. Uh, the Q's is 15 and 10. They are going to have to have some wins and a nice ACC tournament if Jim Beheim. Wants to get that team in the tournament. That game is ACC Network, 7 o'clock. NBA last night, Cleveland beat San Antonio. Donovan Mitchell, 41 for the Cavs last night. Speaking of the Louisville Cardinals, Terry Rozier had 29 for Charlotte and a 144-138 no defense win over Atlanta. And Minnesota beat Dallas, 124-121. Kyrie had 36 for Dallas. Luka had 33. But the Mavs are 0-2 now. When Luca and Kyrie both play. Who's surprised? <sighs> Kyrie probably wants out already. <laughs> uh, Tony Burke should join me, I think, in studio tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Scooter. Talk to you tomorrow. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Ass.